Welcome to the Web3 Artist Spotlight, the podcast that shines a spotlight on talented artists who are leveraging Web3 technology to sell their art and connect with collectors in new and innovative ways. Through in-depth interviews, we learn more about the artists behind the art and uncover their unique creative processes, inspirations, passions, and the stories behind their captivating artworks. From seasoned professionals to emerging talents, we bring you a diverse range of voices from the Web3 community, and we delve deeper into how blockchain technology, NFTs, and decentralized platforms are revolutionizing the art industry. Jenny is the definition of a Renaissance woman. She is an artist, author, creator, ally, and the mother to four children and wife to Henri. Jenny is a multidisciplinary artist who creates both physical and digital abstract art. She is also a talented AI artist with a gift for creating fantasy worlds and characters. Jenny was able to connect her on-chain AI art to a book she authored titled The Dragons of Arabelisa. She has minted 400 NFTs to date. Her work is featured on six different platforms and counting. Jenny's art is grabbing the attention of more and more collectors daily, and her art will be featured at the upcoming NFT NYC. And with that, Giancarlo and I welcome Jenny to the space. What an awesome introduction. Thank you, Jennifer. And Jenny, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, definitely. Thank you both for having me. Um, and thank you, Jen, for that introduction. <laughs> and she is the best. <laughs> so, um, Jenny, why don't we start it off with maybe take like five minutes and tell us a little bit more like about yourself, your story, and how you came into Web3. Um, yeah, so Jen hit a lot of it, <laughs> um, but I'm a, a mother of four. Um, I am an artist, a writer, Um yeah, and I started in Web3 NFTs in September of 2021. Um, I had heard about it early on in 2021, but um, not. You know, I was busy with work and you know things like that, so it didn't really register. And in September, I I was reading something on my phone. It was like an article. I was waiting for calls, and it was about NFTs for good and how. Um, certain projects and creators are using NFTs as a platform to give back to the community, to charity, things like that. So that really sparked my interest, right? Um, same day, my daughter was looking at, like, I doodle constantly, like little just random stuff, right? And she was like, mom, you should make those on the computer. And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, do it, do it. So one thing led to another. And, you know, we started an NFT collection with my digitalized doodles. Um, and then it was just up from there. Like I came, fell in love with the community and stayed. That's so cool. So it was actually your daughter that told you to do it digitally. And I got it all started from there. Yep. Um, it was just really important too, because she, she is on the spectrum and she doesn't always um connect with certain things like she doesn't always art's not a big thing for her but at that time like the fact that she brought that up and she even named the collection it was like wow wow that's so cool and i, I can relate to my, my i have a daughter also um on the spectrum as well and you know i can it's sometimes tough for them to be able to connect with certain things and and um so man i, I can relate to that that's that's so cool and like you said, you had heard about it before. Was it through, you said you read something? Was, was there any particular person that also like told you about it or, you know, kind of influenced you to, to learn more? 
Not early on. Um, like early on, I had read, I forgot what I was reading. But I think it was maybe when the punks, I don't know. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something that was more like PFP related, not so much NFTs for good. Um, but then when I read that article, like that's when um, it just kind of clicked for me. And then I think like my first two Twitter spaces just cemented it. That's awesome. And so did you, so you mentioned like you used to do a lot of doodling before. Did you also do any like more traditional art before, um, you know, kind of starting to do the stuff digitally and getting into Web3? Um, I did. I actually did do, um, I dabbled in everything, honestly, a pencil, pen. Um, I tried acrylics before, um, never pastels or anything like that. Um, color pencils, but, um, more drawing and doodling. Um, but I had to kind of take a break from some of the bigger projects or bigger stuff I was doing because of my hands. Gotcha. Cool. Um, all right. And then maybe another question I was curious about was, um, you know, what inspires you to create art and maybe what's kind of influenced the style and actually the styles. I know you have multiple styles that you create art with now. Um, most of my art is a, is a need to escape. Um, whatever's going on in that moment or in that day. Um, it's just a way for me to kind of like express it um, and just kind of get it out and move on. Um, I have a question since you are, you are a multiple, a multidisciplinary artist. Um, I'd be curious to know what your favorite medium to work with um, and which is that? Yeah. Um, that is a tough one. <laughs> um, I think that, my favorite medium is digital art. Traditional artists don't get it. <laughs> but um, I, I, the reason is, is because I can do it on my phone. I can do it on my iPad. I can do it anywhere, anytime. And while yes, you can do that with like pen and paper or pencil and paper, I don't always have paper on me, but I always have my phone on me. Um, so yeah. Um, I'm curious, as a mom, uh, have you ever collaborated with your children to create art? And if so, can you tell us how you've done that with them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my very first collection, um, it was on Polygon. And that was a um, collection made between my children and myself. Um, my, at the time, 13, when she's 14 now, she named the collection and came up with the idea to make them digital. And then um, my two younger children, they actually created alongside with me. Um, we made up like the origin story and the characters. Um, they had a big part in like colors and stuff like that. So it was it was really fun. Wow, that's so cool. I love that so much. And I, I also like making art and stuff with my kids, but they're still a little bit younger. So it's more just like, all right, let me let you draw in here a little bit and then I'll do something. But that's so cool that you actually like came up with characters and co-created stuff with them. Um, I love that. All right. So another topic I wanted to jump into, Jenny, and this is, I know this is one that's been kind of very popular and somewhat controversial in the space, but it's kind of like diving into a little bit around, um, you know, AI, right. And, and its role in the, in the art world. Right. And in your case, you actually did use, um, or, you know, kind of like collaborated, right. Or, or leverage AI to illustrate your children's novel, right. The dragons of uh, I'm, I'm going to butcher, right? Arabelis. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so I was kind of curious um, as someone that's now using AI as a tool, um, what do you see the role of AI being for the future of the art world, right? And, and, and how do you see that kind of evolving over time? 
Um, but yeah, and it, it's Arabaliza. Um, and yes, I Arabaliza. <laughs> I knew I was gonna put you. Um, on. Yeah, and I, I did um, use it, and it's an amazing tool. Like even right now, where it is, it's an amazing tool. Um, but I see it moving forward in companies, design companies, artists, you know, even muralists and stuff like that. I see it as a very almost like a reference um, where you can create your own reference that you can use to make this physical art or other type of digital art. Um, I feel it not necessarily cutting the process down, but kind of streamlining it so the artist can have more time to focus on their creative process because they already have this image or this reference to kind of work from. Um, almost like, I don't want to say a ruler, but like, yeah, maybe like a ruler or a calculator, you know, it's a, it's, it just streamlines it. It streamlines it. Um, that's where I see it going. No, that's cool. That's a good, good, like a really interesting point of view. Cause I guess I've also heard folks mention that, you know, it's kind of, I guess the equivalent of what you can do now with the digital tools themselves, right? Like you have a lot of different types of brushes and, and things to do symmetry, you know, so it's almost like another, just something else to add to the tool set, but there still is an element of the creativity that the artist has to bring to it. Right. So that's yeah. so cool. Um, well, and oh, go ahead. no, I was going to say it's like to kind of touch on that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a way to kind of differentiate, um, like you said, with brushes, they can differentiate styles and things like that. And I think they'll be really important in the future. Awesome. Um, and I know, so you do a mix, right. Of some things that are original works of yours and some that are, you know, AI art. I was kind of curious if you feel like creating AI, in a AR, in addition to your original works, has in any way maybe hindered or actually improved your success as an NFT artist? That's a good question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I okay. So this is just kind of I I don't really speak on this very much because I I don't. I, this is me and what I feel and how I I think of the process. So mm -hmm. I feel that maybe it may hinder me. But not in the the fact that my quality or anything like that. It's more of I have collectors um, who don't care. Like they they buy they like it they buy it. Okay, great. But there are some that have expressed a need to only work on one subject matter. So only my abstracts or only this or. And by kind of switching it up between both, even combining them, it's turned some people off because they don't know what to expect from me. Um, so I think in that aspect, yes. But also, I don't regret it because I love what I do and I love to connect with people who love it. So, yeah. <laughs> no, great answer. And and I guess, yeah, it's hard to probably know what it's actually doing, but that's interesting because I guess in one way, you're maybe being able to tap it. Number one, being be able to fully express your creativity, right? And, and, and all its different shapes and forms. But then you're maybe also being able to access different types of collectors, right? Through having different types of art and then maybe just putting off some that are, that are not okay with like, well, she's got too many different things going on kind of thing. Right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> cool. So kind of pivoting um, away from the AI question, I wanted to um, talk about some of your community building and the fact that you host spaces. Um, so apart from being an artist and author, you also do that. Um, some of your spaces are like check-in and chill spaces and others cover a specific topic. And I'm curious what space that you have hosted has 
been your favorite to date? I want to say my check-in and chill spaces are my favorites because they're just very informal and it's like a bunch of friends speaking. But I think the space that we had a couple weeks ago and like I was going to just like from five to seven, but I think we ran into like almost maybe nine or 10 because so many people showed up and the conversation and the vibes, like it was just amazing. Um, and I had the honor of like all of my friends there and um, Logic showed up, Subbet showed up. Like I was like, wow, wow. <laughs> It was like the best. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, this is legends here, right? (laughs) Any interesting topics you guys hit on in that space? Oh my gosh. Now you're asking me my topics. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Maybe maybe one that comes to mind. I can't at this point right now. I can't remember a single thing. I know I will after the fact, but (laughs) right now. Yeah. I'm sure you remember more how you felt than more (laughs) probably what you talked about, right? Gotcha. No, that's awesome. And it's so cool that you also, you know, host spaces and, and, and are building community in that way. That's so cool. In addition to, to all the artwork that you've done. And so Jenny, one uh, other question I had for you was, you know, so you've been creating NFTs for an impressive period of time, right? I think in the NFT world, you know, a couple of years seems like decades, you know, I feel like, you know, just the time is, is, is like different in this, um, in this realm. Um, since you've been doing it all the way going back to September 2021, I was curious if there was any main lessons that you've learned along the way that maybe you could share with other folks in the audience or maybe you haven't been in the space as long. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. I mean, I, I think the biggest thing, um, a couple of things. So maybe one of the biggest is like read the room if you are in a space. Um you know, just make sure you kind of know what space you're in. Um, because a lot of times if you come in and you're like gung-ho about sharing or shilling, um, it might not go well. A lot of people are very gracious about it, but there are some who kind of aren't and it could kind of make or break, especially if you're new to the space. Um, it could, you know, you don't want someone to just be like, oh, not nice. And then you never come back because that would just not benefit you at all, Right. But then also um, DMing, like don't cold, like you would cold call somebody to buy something. Don't do that on DMs. Don't cold DM people because same thing, like it just, it leaves a bad taste. Um, And take advice with a grain of salt, because while there are good people who do mean good things, there are also people who have no idea what's going on or why you're making what you're making and just kind of throw something out there because they, you know, it is what it is. Just take it with a grain of salt, go with it, don't go with it, it's up to you. But ultimately, um, if you're in this space, if you're an artist and you're doing what you love, keep doing it because the right people will find you. Man, love that advice. So good. All right, so maybe now switching it over to something more lighthearted. <laughs> um, what are your top three favorite movies of all time? Okay, um, my favorite top three um, is, I'm trying to think because I like a lot. Um, tar- Hard Target uh, is by Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's really old. It's like an old action movie. Um, I want to say Safe with Jason Statham and The Raid. Those are my, they're like, they're all action movies, kind of gory, but my favorite movies, so. Yeah. And I haven't heard a John Claude Van Damme reference in a long time. <laughs> I can't even remember the last one that I saw, but I, I, I'm trying to think, have I seen Hard Target? I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna have to look into it. It's a good one. It's, it's yeah, it's kind of cheesy, but I like it. <laughs> 
Nice. Awesome. Um, All right, Jenny, hand it over to you. Okay. Yeah, I, I have a question uh, since on the topic of entertainment. What about good TV shows? Have you seen anything recently that you could recommend? Or even um, like a game? I know you're into gaming. Um, I'd be curious to hear that. Um, definitely. So uh, TV shows, I don't watch too many. Um, I have a huge list of shows I do want to binge watch, but binge watch, but I haven't gotten there yet. Um, recently I watched, well, there's a CSI reboot, but I haven't gone back to see the seasons updated criminal minds update, um, or reboot, which I have to watch again on my list. I always saw like the first episode. Um, and then there is the Sylvester Stallone one, um, on Paramount, which I watched a little bit, but it got really boring. So I kind of, yeah, didn't go back to it. At least not yet. Um, it's like a watered down version of maybe like breaking. I don't even know. Anyways, um, gaming gaming um i'm not gonna bore you guys with my wow speech because it's been a while since i played (laughs) (laughs) but um no i i like no man's sky right now and um on the switch i'll play like i got so mad at hello neighbor because my progress um on the xbox gaming hello neighbor 2 my progress got destroyed so cloud gaming is a is a no right now that's it (laughs) nice and I, i know you like to cook um for the fam what's your favorite recipe to cook for everybody or for yourself um tacos de lengua <laughs> that's my favorite like i could live off of them but it's not not yeah it's, it's once in a while but it's my favorite because everyone likes it so just for everybody who may not speak spanish <laughs> what is lengua jenny sorry there it's tongue um they're beef tongue tacos yum sounds delicious I have never had beef tongue, so <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to try it either. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's not. Okay, so it's, it, it sounds gross in English. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, it's it's kind of like, I don't want to say straight liver because liver is kind of nasty, but like it's almost like a fusion of like really good steak and like the texture. No, I don't even know how to explain it. It just tastes good with lime. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I used to be skeptical too, um, because like, I don't know, like I associate like certain words with like stuff that I'm not supposed to be eating. Um, But my grandmother and Carlos are big fans of lengua and they have recipes for it, like how to cook it just the right way. And it comes out delicious, delicious. I'm going to have to give it a try. (laughs) It's so good. And like, it's, it's minimal, like literally for seasoning, like pepper, bay leaves, um, garlic. It's it's just, it's so minimal. It's so, so good. Awesome. All right. Well, (laughs) that's so cool. So um, one other thing I wanted to ask you, Jenny, was um, what's something that you're very passionate about outside of, you know, art and writing? Um, Passionate about outside of art and writing. Um, I love to read. I am very passionate about reading, um, giving back um, in my community. I've, you know, volunteered multiple times, Humane Society. Um, I did cold calls for silent auctions um, for the Heart Ball uh, for the American Heart Association. Um, I mean, the list goes on like that's That's huge to me because I feel like we need to give back. You know, it's just it's very important. Um, and plus it builds community because you meet so many amazing people, you know, volunteering at events um, and it builds a strong community um, and cooking. I mean, I like to cook um, and outside. I think nature is super, super amazing. Um, it can heal so much. And just literally sitting outside in the sun for 20 minutes, it like resets your whole body. Like it's amazing. Um, yeah. So many things. 
Thanks, man. And I, I'm also a big proponent of, you know, just doing things, uh, you know, for the community and love nature as well. So <laughs> I can relate on those. Um, no, that's awesome. And um, I know you, you've got a lot of different things, you know, going on in terms of your art and storytelling, but I was curious, maybe you wanted to share, you know, what are some key things that you have coming up uh, in terms of either artwork and or novels that you're, uh, you're working on? So I am working on my book too. Um, I wanted to have it out for beta reading or beta testing, whatever it's called, at the end of January, but I went through it and then I, I wanted to change a bunch of stuff. So I'm still working on that. A little bit delayed, but um, my last book was out in July. So this is, I think, a good time frame. Um, but that's coming hopefully soon. And I am working on a collection. Um, it's kind of a, it's like, for my only in dreams, which is my AI collection, it's building onto that. So it's it's extending the story, um, in bringing it. You know, it's going to be more. I want the collectors to be able to immerse themselves within the story. So that's what it's it's aiming to do. That's so cool! I can't wait to see it. All right, and I know we have. Um, oh, Jenny, were you going to say something? Oh, I was going to say that I did pin up to the top uh, the link uh, to. Uh, Jenny's first book on Amazon. And then also, uh, you know, her pinned tweet, which talks about her different um, styles of art. But maybe Jenny, if you have anything that you wanted to pin up to the top of stuff that you're working on, or that will come up, I think that'd be really neat for everybody else in the audience to see. Okay, sure. Awesome. And while Jenny does that, I know we have uh, Pariah here up on the stage. Um, Did you want to ask a question or share a comment? Yeah, I was just listening in, and I know Jenny's amazing, and I'm just checking out her art right now. Yeah, these pieces are beautiful. Uh, you do physical art as well, Jenny, right? Yes, I do. Amazing. And I know that's pretty hard because you have children and you're a mom, so kudos to you for doing that. You're amazing. Thank you. And I've, I've always personally had this question, and I, I don't think I've ever asked you it, but do you have like a way of like time management? Cause I feel like you are like a master of being able to get so much accomplished. Do you have any tips that maybe you could share with us? Yes. Um, I do. And <laughs> me and my husband, like I, because we have so many kids and I am very, very forgetful and I am very disorganized on my own together. We came up with a system that actually kind of works um, we meal prep on Sundays, we grocery shop on Saturdays. And basically throughout the week, you know, I make a lot of spaghetti, chili, things like that, that can be, you know, frozen and rewarmed up throughout the week. But it helps because we have more time for the kids, their assignments to go out to do what we need to do. Um, so it frees up all of that. Um, we also, for myself, we ended up putting up a bunch of reminders in the back of doors. Um, so bathroom doors, bedroom doors, front door, because I'm notorious for, you know, forgetting things, right? So we do that. Um, and we have whiteboards on the refrigerator that lets our kids know, you know, from the very morning to the evening, this is what we're going to be doing today. This is what it is. No surprises. Um, you know, doctor appointment at this time instead of doing this. Um, and the reason being is because my kids thrive with the structure. Um, without it, it's like literally mayhem. Um, so yeah, but meal prepping is a huge, like huge, huge. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And I like that you have visuals. Um, I think that's something that I'm going to definitely try because 
I feel like if you tell somebody something, that's one thing. But if they actually have like what you said, like a whiteboard that they could visually see some of the tasks that need to be hit on and during the day, that's super helpful. Thank you for answering that. Carlos, I see you laughing. Go get that whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I, actually, I can relate to a lot of that, Jenny, too. I mean, we, we, um, my wife and I also do a lot of like meal planning um, ahead of time. And for our kids, we have a lot of these like visual, like these boards, whatever, where they can see like the, the tasks and things that they need to do in the morning. And they can like check off like, okay, I already got my water out of my room and I did this. And you know, like, so it's like, you know, that, that, that list or whatever, it, it helps a ton, you know, with the, and somehow it's funny because it's like, they do have to do the same stuff most of the days. And somehow it like, it's, you know, I don't know, they're, they like won't do it or forget something. It's like, guys, come on, let's go. So we have this little checklist and it's a huge help for sure. So I can relate to that. It, it really is. I'm just laughing about the water because I have to like multiple times um, remind my kids and we have, they, my older ones have cell phones. So I literally text them like, Hey, water. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And then, so like for you, for your time for art, um, I know you mentioned, Ooh, you pinned it up. Love that. So beautiful. You guys definitely should check out that video link that she just put up in the nest. Um, you, you, you have the structured time during the day, um, but like you fit the art in. And I'm just curious, like that, how does that happen? Like, I know you mentioned that it happens when you kind of like need it as an escape. Um, but I'm curious if you do that with your art too, like you say, okay, I'm going to have time for my art now. Is that kind of how it happens? It, yeah, it is because more of the like initial idea or planning is like when I'm really under stress, but I always go back and add more and do more. Um, and I find that with my children, um, my older two, well, Jasmine loves art, but she's more reserved about it. Um, but with, you know, my son and my daughter, my youngest, I can incorporate that because they're homeschooled. So we can all kind of create together and they can see what I'm working on and they can kind of um, you know, go off of that, try something different, but, you know, we can all do it together. So that's what really helps to kind of get things done during the day. And Jenny, maybe one other question I had too, is because as someone that's um, like, I also enjoy doing some writing as well as, as like creating art. And I was wondering for you, like, if you ever feel like, okay, there are certain times where you're just a little bit more you're feeling more of the inspiration to do like written art versus then like your, your visual art or your drawing or doodling. Um, and you know, if you just kind of curious about like when the, that, insp- how does that inspiration work? Or if like, you know, there's, or there's certain times a day when you feel more inspired to create art versus write or, or vice versa. Oh. Yes. Um, that does happen. There are times, um, when I, like I get these ideas, um, they're really good ideas. Um, so like I will, I have an iPad and an Apple pencil. So when I have that with me, I open up my notepad and I just literally start writing whatever is kind of coming to mind. Um, and then when I want to create something off of that, like later on, I'll come back to it and kind of read what I wrote down, open up pages and just kind of start typing it out. Um, but yeah, that does happen when I'm more in the mood to actually like write a story or write a poem or something like that, as opposed to, um, do artwork. Um, and a lot of times I'll kind of come back and tie the artwork into what I wrote. So we're vice versa. So, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And that's one thing I, I like doing too, with, 
because I'll get like random ideas about writing something in like the strangest times or places. And it's so helpful to have like my phone handy to be like, I need to write this down so I don't forget, you know, or, or, or I'll, I'll have like a vision of something. I'm like, oh, I want to create some art about this. So I'll write some notes about it. I'm like, create art with this, this, and this, or this character and the background kind of looking like this. And later I'll come back to it and be like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember now. So that's cool. All right, and I see we have a new speaker on the stage, uh, Tiobi. Thanks for joining us. How are you doing? Hi, uh, hi, hi, everyone. I did. I, I can't stay for too long. I did want to come up because Jenny. I just want to say, yeah, Jenny is like such an incredible person. She's not giving herself like you know as much flowers as she ought to be because she's you know I've known Jenny in this space for a long time, and before you know we carry on, I would say everyone in this space, if you're not following her, absolutely follow her. She's beyond the art. She's a friend. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people don't know. I can openly say this, you know, I spend a lot of time checking up on a lot of people, but Jenny spends a lot of time checking up on me um, just to make sure that I'm okay and that I'm always grateful for. And I would literally sing it like a broken record and a canary anywhere. Um, she goes all out for the people she really cares about. And even though she doesn't care about or she doesn't know, she tries to build some sort of care for them. Um, so, And to do that with all the kids and to do that, you know, I'm a mum as well. It takes a lot. To She puts up work. She does it consistently. Um, and she does so much. She does a lot of, you know, work supporting um, kids with autism as well. I know that's not been, I don't know if that's been mentioned, but she does do a lot of work um, for, you know, kids who, you know, who um, are blessed in their own way. Um, and I just think she's an incredible human being. I'm sort of mumming at the moment, but I just thought I'd come say it, Jenny. I just want to say, and I know everyone, you know, that, you know, we're all our mutual friends. I know everybody would be more than happy for me to say you're an incredible soul. Um, and thank you. Thank you for all that you do. Um, um, because I know one way or the other, you're going to get all the things that you deserve, which is greatness. And I have no doubt that you're going to be really great and that your future is bright because you have sowed seeds of love for many people and you have sowed a lot of kindness and life will only reward you greatness for that. But yeah, I just wanted to say that before I sort of slide myself back. Thank you, T, um, so much for that. And you um, have been there since day one for me. Like you're the reason, you're, you're, you and your space is the reason I stayed. And I'm so thankful to still know you and to call you a friend and for you to be here today. Like it means, it means so much. Um, it honestly still feels like just yesterday when you had like my first um, drop space <laughs> when my my little Germans came out, you know, um, and it just it, it means so much that you're here for, you know, today. Um, so thank you so, so much. And I 100 percent mirror the statement. Um, if you don't follow T, follow her. Her spaces are empowering. They're powerful and filled with information. Um, so, yeah, I, I and thank you so much again. <laughs> No, oh, what a kind, heartfelt message, T. Thank you so much for coming up and sharing that. And um, I'd love to know more about your spaces. I'm sure other speakers would like to know too. Are there, are there specific days of the week that uh, and times that you host them? Um, I've literally taken a little step back in spaces. Um, so as a well, oh, okay, I I did too much. So um, I'm sort of in building phase at the moment. I've sort of I've started to gradually get myself back into the swing of it. But um, yeah, if yeah, just follow. I'll put up things here and there, but a lot of my spaces are generally around personal development and just growth. I just want to, I don't want to grow alone. Um, I think it's a dangerous thing to grow alone. 
because when you get to the top, <laughs> you will not be familiar with anyone you see there and it's not in your interest. So, um, yeah, I'm here trying to grow with those that, you know, want to grow with me and those I want to grow with. So, yeah, just follow, follow everyone in this space. I just say, mm-hmm. you know what, you don't know who's going to become what, you know, you just don't know. Um, tomorrow remains, you know, it's not birthed what it, sh- what it would. So I think in this space, we're all going to be great. We're just all in the process because we are, we're still here. So we're in the process because it's new. Um, but five years, 10 years down the line, these are the biggest CEOs that you will see in the web free space. That's just the truth. Um, but yeah, Jenny, I'm going to, and everyone else, I'm going to step down um, and I'm going to listen. I'm listening in, but I'm mummying at the moment. I'm trying to sort out a few bits, but yeah. Um, love a lot to you all. Oh, it's all good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, T. And definitely we'll be following you. And I, 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 I love everything you said, right. About, you know, that it's important to grow together in this space, support each other. And, and you don't know, you know, who, who are the folks that are, are still going to be here and, and be the biggest names in this space in the future. Right. But I think uh, it's, it's so important to grow together and support each other. So I love what you said. I do as well. And I wanted to take this moment to give Jenny her flowers also because um, everything that T said is just so spot on. Like Jenny and I uh, communicate a lot via DMs and, um, you know, sometimes it's just, just, you know, girls just talking and, and, you know, just me hitting up my friend and vice versa. Um, you know, like sending each other funny memes or whatever. But when it comes time to like actually doing, Jenny is such a doer and she's such a collaborative doer. Um, like she knows about, um, a post or she knows about a deadline or she knows about a contest or she knows about something. Jenny is usually the very first person to put you onto that and encourage you to do it. In fact, Jenny is the reason that I am speaking at NFT NYC because, um, you know, I was, I, I focus a lot on, you know, being the support for Carlos. Um, and sometimes I don't think that I can do things also for whatever reason. And Jenny was the one that was like, well, why aren't you applying? And I was like, well, I guess I could. And she really encouraged me to do that. So just wanted to take this moment to thank you for that. Cause it really meant a lot to me and I'm super happy. I get to see you soon. You are very welcome. And I love that you did that. And I love that you're speaking because I think myself and everybody in this room or anybody who's heard of you um, can agree that you are a natural, like, I don't know how even what the word is, but like you are just such a good speaker and you draw people in um, and like your gallery video, girl. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And this is why, you know, I tapped on on Jennifer to, to help co-host with me because I, I heard her speaking on a few spaces and I'm like, this girl is amazing. And the way she described art and I mean, it was just incredible. So you have such an amazing way with words. I know you're going to crush it at NFT NYC. And by the way, Jennifer, what, what is the, so like, what exactly are you talking on? Um, is there a specific topic or, or what kind of panel will you be on at NFT NYC? Um, so yeah, it's the art track. Um panel. Um, I'm not really sure who I'm going to get paired with yet. They haven't really announced it. But what I submitted was um, a topic about uh, curating, the future of curation, um, and how uh, VR plays a role in that, and uh, touching on like different ways that um, art can be displayed 
um, through virtual reality. Um, kind of tying in that virtual gallery uh, that I had started, I kind of fleshed those ideas out and created a topic uh, to discuss there for that. Wow, that's so cool. I, if there's some way I can get a recording of that, I would love to be able to see it since I won't be at, uh, at New York for that. But that sounds amazing. Thank you, guys. All right. And I see we were joined by Jason Chambers. Thank you so much for joining us today. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Good. How you doing, John Carlo? I've had a pretty wonderful week, I got to say, man. It's been it's been uh it's been a little unreal. As well, you know, but I personally was just inspired by a lot of artists that I've been connecting with, you being one of them as well, and I was like I've been creating all this art and I decided, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and put it out in the world and release my own collection and 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 start putting out some art every day and I've had some really good reception from people and it's just been, um, yeah, it's just been really fantastic. So, so far a, a really great week. How, how about yourself? It's been great. I mean, I'm so happy to hear that. And I really am. That is, that is so cool. I'm so happy that everything has been so well, so well received. So it just like completely warms my heart. Um, so I'm doing good, staying busy, like always, just, uh, you know, another, another week for me, but it's been a great week. And, uh, Hey Jennifer, Hey Jenny B. So I just wanted to chime in here real quick and say that, this interview, I've been grocery shopping, so I've been walking around the grocery store with a with a uh, an AirPod in. <laughs> but I want to tell you how much I love this this interview, and I've just learned so much about you that I didn't know. And the the whole thing that you that you're also a writer. I'm, I also write on the side. I'm very passionate about writing and and reading as well. So and learning this about you and learning about your books and stuff like that is so cool. And, and also the way that you're. Um, that you use AI not to like replace your art, but as a way that you use it to enhance your art. I think that is so cool. And I just wanted to uh, chime in also that I just picked up your last hardcover book on Amazon. I can't wait to get it. I'm so excited. So I love it. So anyways, that's all I wanted to say. I'm really, really enjoying this, this interview. And uh, anyways, hope y'all have a, hope y'all have an awesome Friday. Thank you so much. Sorry. <laughs> I need to jump in. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that really, really means a lot that you picked that up. Oh, you're you're very welcome. When I I went on as soon as I heard about it, I went on Amazon real quick and saw it was the last hardcover available. I'm like, and I've got to get I've got to get that book. So anyway, it's super cool. Can't wait to get it. So, oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much for joining, Jason. Appreciate you popping in while you're grocery shopping, and also wish you a wonderful Friday and weekend. Thanks, I appreciate it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw back down to a listener now. Let somebody else come up. But uh, awesome. Thank you. And I thought oh I thought we had gotten somebody else, but it looks like they dropped as well. Well, since um, nobody has come um, up to speak, uh, I did have some questions. Uh, I've been, you know, really inspired by your AI art, um, and I've been sort of trying things out myself. Curious if you have any suggestions for someone who is starting maybe down an AI art path, like the how-tos, where to start kind of thing. Um, so it just... How to start, um, I think the best thing to say um, would be to jump in head first and use every application you possibly can. Um, you know, try the collab or, um, you know, an app. I mean, why not? Just do it, whatever feels comfortable. Um, and play with words. Try and think outside the box. Um because the way we are going to describe something may not be what registers well with whatever you're using. 
um, play around with different words, use thesaurus, dictionaries, whatever, and see what comes out. Um, you know, if you're using something like, I don't know, Midjourney, um, depending on what you're going to use for, um, there are other programs because Midjourney is amazing. I, it, it's beautiful. I got to play with it. Um, but you can get very similar or even better quality um, using free or extremely low cost stuff. Um, but again, it just depends on what the artist or what the, you know, whomever is using the AI, what their overall goal is and what makes sense to them. Um, but try everything, I would say. <laughs> And out of curiosity, as a follow-up there, Jenny, so is there, you mentioned mid-journey, right? But are there, what other tools have you, like, do you like specifically using? Like, is there one that you, is your go-to kind of AI tool or do you like mix and match with different ones depending on what you're trying to do? Yeah. Um, so I prefer, um, it's on replicate.com. Um, hold on, I'm trying to pull up everything about that. Give me one second. Because I have everything like, so if I can't, if like right now I don't have my laptop, I only have my iPad, I can go to replicate.com and I can use their, um, they have so many different programs on there. I can use it all on my iPad. I don't have to have, you know, the cloud, I don't have to do anything like that. But they also let you know that the APIs are free to use. You can use that. You don't have to pay for their um, GP, whatever that is. You don't have to do that, right? So they give you options. It's not like mid-journey where it's, you have different tiers, but they're all, I don't know if they have a free tier, but like they're paid, right? Um, it's, it is what it is. Like it's, it's been new. Like, I think it's maybe point, let me see how many, I'm just trying to pull up this. It'll tell you how much it costs. Um, and I like this, it's the stability AI that's on there, but it tells you at the very bottom, mm-hmm. It's like maybe I think two cents or 20 cents. It's really, really, really low. Like it's not anywhere near what some programs charge. Um, and again, they do give you the API to use for free. So you have that. Um, I know that there's a lot of spaces here that go over it. Um, other programs. Um, I don't know the person's name. I can't think off the top of my head. Um, but they have an actual website that will list every single um, app or you know notebook or whatever um, I want to say it's pharma psychotic. I just don't know. I don't want to give you guys the wrong information. And then, um, yeah. Okay. This is, hold on. Let me put it doo, 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 there. So this, um, this page is person, um, in their bio, they have the links, like they have literally anything that you would want to see. Um, it's, it's amazing. Their lists are crazy amazing. So I would start there for looking for like apps, but mine is replicate.com. That's what I prefer because they have different ones there. Cool. Thank you so much for the information. I'm going to try try because I, I explored a few different tools, but then yeah, some of them were only, you only had access for like a little bit and then you had to pay. And so I was like, I don't know if I really want to you know, you know pay for, for this if I'm just kind of playing around, but um, appreciate that because I think it, it is kind of cool to kind of explore and, and test some of this out. So I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, like I said, if you don't have a laptop, you can use it from like um, your phone or the iPad or whatever. And I think it gives you a certain amount for free to just play around with. So it's, it's pretty cool. Awesome. Jenny, thanks so much for that. You're welcome. Right, I was just looking at the, the video of the of the person you added there. So, um, wow, that's cool. Um, and oh, actually, one thing I did want to ask you too, because I know um, 
you've been creating, you know, you create a lot of these different like characters and, 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 um, and things with the AI. And what I was interested in is, is because like sometimes when I've played around with it, every time like I'll change a prompt or something, then you get something like very different, you know, but like if you wanted to keep something like in a co- very consistent look and feel, right, because you're trying to create it for a story and you probably want all the, the characters to kind of look and feel the same way. Like how, how do you accomplish that with doing that? Or is it, is it more that like you, you start with something in AI and then you still have to do a lot of work on it, like in Procreate? or whatever tool you're doing? Or is there some way that you can actually provide the prompts in a way that it'll still keep that same consistent look and feel for like the different artworks you're creating? Yeah. So if you use the same seed um, that it typically produces um, very, very similar style everything when you do that. And sorry, by seed, what do you mean? So like if you use like some of the same, um, what is the seed? Actually, maybe you can explain that. Okay. So, well, okay. So I don't know. Okay. So like in the, the collab or in the notebooks, um, you have, you can do like a negative one. So you can do any seed, like each one will be completely random, right? It's a string of numbers basically that you're using. Um, so like if I use, I don't know, three, two, one over and over and over again, three, two, one is, is what mm-hmm. I'm using. My images are going to be very similar, but if you use negative one, they're all going to be like maybe three, two, one this time, two, 11 next time. Four million, five, I don't know, whatever the third time. So they're not going to have the same characteristics. I mean, they're always going to be different in a way, but this will be more different if that makes sense. Um, sorry. No, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Thank you. And is, is that what they refer to as sort of like uh, training or coaching your AI? Is that what they're referencing when they talk about that? Like providing that seed? So, Honestly, and I'll be very honest, I don't know. <laughs> because while I use AI, while I like AI, while I know how to use AI, I do not know the specific way to train the AI. I do not train my own AIs, um, but I can definitely look it up. <laughs> okay, yeah, and then there are yeah. two different things. Got it. I've just kind of assumed that that maybe was correlated to the seed, but then I don't even have to worry about that. I just need to figure out what that seed is, and then just Mm -hmm. use it over and over again to keep it consistent. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, that was really helpful. And and actually, funny enough, I have actually coded um, and and built programs on AI, but not not in uh, an art uh, fashion, right? So it's actually like on in Python, like training something to do like image classification or things like that. So there is a process where you, you actually train um, a model, but it's more to like, yeah, be able to then, because uh, you use like a certain data set to try and like learn and make sure that it's properly doing what it's doing. And then you can keep using that same like model for other purposes. But it's interesting because like I, I, I've applied it like for my, my day job and other things, but never actually from like a pure art perspective or like generate art. But so it makes a lot of sense now when you mentioned like you're using the same seed because it's, so it's almost like, oh, it's almost like you're saying the same uh, like engine underneath or whatever uh, for each time you're replicating or, you know, creating something, right? And why I would produce something very similar. So that's cool. And now it helped to like connect the dots for me. Thank you. Jenny, I'm curious, do you have a date for when the extension of your Only in Dreams collection will uh, be released? I do not have a specific date yet. I am trying for, I would say, mid to end March. Um, I have all of the artwork right now um, that I plan on using. It's just a um, a matter of kind of inputting everything and getting the logistics down. But I do 
plan for mid-March um, to end or late March. And then um, you had mentioned you're working on a second book. Did I hear that correctly? Yes, um, I am working on book two, um, but it hasn't. So I have two friends from the space that do beta testing or beta reading. Goodness gracious, excuse me. But I'm not quite there yet. Um, I'm a little bit. Oh, how do I stop? Sorry, my, my husband got worked out that and he's shaking it in the bag. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you some more yes. chata. That's awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it should be out hopefully soon. Awesome. Cool. Right to that. Yeah, looking forward to it too. And uh, yeah, so I, I do I do have to kind of bring the space to, to a close now because I, I got something else at 1.30. But um, thank you so much, Jenny B, for being on the space today. Um, it was really cool talking to you, learning more. Um, you know, about your art, all the different type of things you do. And, and I mean, I learned a ton just about, you know, the, the whole AI side as well. So appreciated you sharing some of your knowledge on that. And yeah, it's been just a real pleasure um, having you here. And thanks to everyone that, that tuned in today. And you know, that, especially those that also came up to speak and, and also those that are, that are listening uh, and in the audience, really appreciate you guys being here. Thank you so much for having me. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and a great weekend. You too. Bye everyone.